Hello, my friend. Welcome to the broadcast today. I am evangelist Micah McCurry. I am also the executive director of Bible Tracks Incorporated based out of right here in Bloomington, Illinois. I have the great honor of coming to you from the radio room, the studio room here at BTI here in central Illinois in Bloomington. And I am so very happy to spend these next few minutes with you. Before we do anything else, I'd like to tell you about a very special tract that you should consider using in your daily life. Now, a gospel tract is a small piece of paper that explains very specifically, especially to a lost person, how they can know for sure where they are going to spend eternity. Now, our ministry supplies 40 different styles of gospel tracts with varying different themes, and that's what I'd like to talk to you about today, a very timely tract as we go into this time of the year. It's called The Characters of Christmas. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It begins with a verse from Matthew chapter number 1, verse 18. The Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Our founder, evangelist Paul Levine, wrote this tract, and here, here's what he said. God wants us to notice the details of how Christ came into the world. The verse that we just read uses the words, on this wise. These words are translated from one original word. That same original word is also found in John 3.16, where it says, For God so loved the world. Just as we are to take note of how God loves sinners, we should also take note of how Jesus was born. Now, friend, listening right now, as we take a pause from the wording of this tract, you may be familiar with the characters of Christmas, but... I'd like to take just a moment and point this out to you. The reason that I am highlighting this particular tract and that I'm talking about it is, of course, because we are in this time of the year, and I believe this tract might be helpful to you in your gospel-spreading efforts. But the reason I'm telling you about it is because I want you to get some of them, and I don't even need to charge you for them. You see, our ministry supplies gospel tracts around the world completely free of charge. Over 500-something million tracts have gone out in the last 80 years from our offices, and we're excited about the 170-plus different countries that God has allowed us to impact for His honor and glory. Now, we know that the power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. So we don't take any credit for it. We give all the glory to God. But a gospel track just like this, at a time of year just like this, might be the right conjuncture of circumstances that will allow a lost person to see their need for the gospel, see their need for Jesus Christ. We continue with this gospel track. Paul Levine continues, says, You are very familiar with the characters of Christmas. What an unlikely roster of players God selected to be in this Christmas story. Each character could have made an excuse as to why God would not use them. But in his love and grace, he overcomes any apparent excuse. For instance, Mary was probably too young to serve God, or maybe she thought that. She was probably still a teenager. Imagine God entrusting his son to a teenager. But friend, being young is not an excuse. Joseph was a little bit too self-conscious to be used, or so we might think. What would people think of him? Yet, God used him. The shepherds 
were too busy to be used of God. They had to tend the flocks. They couldn't leave the sheep. Yet God still included them in the Christmas story. A few other characters you may know of, Zechariah and Elizabeth, the wise men. How about a baby? I'd love for you to read the entirety of this gospel track, The Characters of Christmas. As I mentioned, you can get it completely free of charge from our website, BibleTracksInc.org. We would absolutely love to send them to you for free. We package them, we print them, we distribute them, we ship them, and we don't charge you for anything. Now, if you'd like to support us via a donation, we will not say no to that, and God allows this ministry to endeavor to continue on by His grace and the generous giving of people just like you. And so, please feel free to support our ministry both financially and by way of prayer. Now, I thank you for listening to this highlight of this gospel track, and I'd encourage you to avail yourself of the opportunity. At the conclusion of this program, the announcer will tell you all about how you can contact us and how you can get our gospel tracks completely free. Don't miss this opportunity. The Christmas season will be upon us very quickly, and I would love to have an empty shelf of this gospel track because so many people order them. And so if you'd help us with that, we would love to supply you with this gospel track. Now let's turn our attention to our Bible study for today. My desire, my goal for today is to leave you with just a little taste of discipleship study number 16. Now over these previous weeks and months actually, we've been covering different discipleship studies. We began where we should begin with discipleship study number one on salvation, on accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And today we find ourselves on study number 16. We will be learning about false teachers. And as I've said many times, our goal is to look at what the Bible has to say. I'm not planning on giving you my opinions because my opinions will not help you when it comes to dealing with a lost and dying world. It's not going to help you when you confront the old man that's still inside of you that desires for you to do wrong. My opinions carry no weight in that circumstance. Friend, you need God's word. And so I'd like to ask you to turn to the book of 2 Peter. In the New Testament, 2 Peter chapter number 2, I'll join you there in just one moment. And Lord willing, as I said, I'm just going to give you a small taste of this Bible study. You can actually order this Bible study and any of the previous ones completely free of charge through our website. Just contact us, just like our gospel tracks. Our goal is to equip gospel workers with the tools that they need, whether in the training or the tools to do God's work. And so that's why I'm going to give you a small taste and then I'd like to ask you to follow up on what you learned today by completing the entirety of the study on your own time. 2 Peter chapter number 2 will be there in just a moment. As we talk about false teachers, let me give you a short introduction. Realize this. The devil has counterfeited everything that God has ever made. Remember, God established his church and the devil has his churches. God calls men to preach the gospel, the truth, and the devil uses men to preach his own false gospel. God uses truth, and the devil uses error. There are Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, Baptists, Catholics, Methodists, Lutherans, Presbyterians, Hindus, Buddhists, you name it. But who is right? How can you know? 
Well, friend, there is one absolute and final authority. It's God's word. The only source of truth in the entirety of the universe is God's word because it is literally in and of itself, it is truth. The only way that you can have a hope or prayer of spotting false doctrine is by comparing it to God's word. Have you recently been saved? Have you recently accepted Christ as your personal savior? Then be aware, be ready. Because the devil would like nothing more than to dissuade you and distract you from what we've been talking about, the truth. But you might say, is it really that important to believe and possess the truth? Aren't there ideas these days of your truth and my truth and her truth and his truth? And no, 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 friend. There is only the truth. Let's look at what the Bible says about false teachers trying to spread something that is different than the truth. 2 Peter 2 verse 1. Here are some characteristics of false teachers. 2 Peter 2 1 says, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers even among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. False teachers do not boldly declare their false teaching in most cases. They slip it in with subtlety. They want to find common ground that you can agree on, and then they slip in their heresies. Not only are they somewhat sneaky, but they can be at times covetous. Verse number three of that same chapter, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Many false teachers are actually after the money. You only have to look as far as many televangelists to figure out that that is the case. Friend, you could, if you so desired, you could call and talk to our board of directors about the financial picture of Bible Tracks Incorporated. When I mention to you that our ministry is supported by generous people like you, that's exactly what I'm referring to. A lavish lifestyle? No, friend. That's not supported by your giving. Gospel tracts being printed in a country like Pakistan where people are lost and in need of the gospel? Yes, that is where your money goes when you give it to this ministry. We're not after your money, actually. If all that you get out of this radio program is a burning desire to live for Christ and a friend, we win. I'm not trying to sell you some prayer shawls or some holy water. Ergo, we give away our gospel tracts for free, whether you give a donation or not. That's probably all the proof that you need. But speaking of false teachers, oftentimes, if you look at the leaders in some of these movements, find out about their excesses and luxuries. Many live in multi-million dollar homes and drive lavish cars. A man of God does not need or has any mandate from God to live above the means of the average person in his church. In 2 Peter 2 verse number 10, the Bible says, But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. What that means is many times false teachers will be immoral. They can also be critical of godly leaders. They are ignorant of God's word. They are very deceitful in verses 13 and 18 of that chapter. 
they thrive on the weak. Verse number 14, having eyes full of adultery and they cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. Friend, if you're not living soundly based upon the tenets of God's word, then you are at risk of falling prey to false teachers. Let me encourage you. If you'd like this particular Bible study, we'll send it to you for free. Our desire is to fill you with the word of God so you know how to avoid these type of teachers. Please visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org, or you can text me directly, 309-316-7240, 309-316-7240. Thank you so much for listening. We'll jump into Lesson 17 tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.